The Time with Flora podcast is sponsored by Nikosep Consulting, specialists in small business bookkeeping, business plan building, and strategic advisors to the SME sector. Hello there. You're welcome to the Time with Flora podcast where we talk, learn, and grow together. We podcast weekly. The Time with Flora podcast is available to listen to on Google, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, and several other podcast platforms. It is a Headway Point production, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Time with Flora. You may also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Time with Flora. And we'd love it as well if you could share this podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family members, partners, and anyone else that you feel would gain or enjoy listening to the messages that are being shared. Thank you for listening. I have in the studio with me today, guys, Olajide Alex Oni, who is a co-founder owner of the Pancake Hub. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, a former financial individual <laughs> who escaped that scene into the space of entrepreneurship. But I tell you what, let me not talk about you. Why didn't you say a few things to introduce who you are? Okay. Thank you, Flora. Um, again, my name is Jide Alex Oni, right? Um, used to be an investment banker, started my career in 1998, uh, worked in various commercial banks. Um, in 2006, I decided to foray into the investment banking space, uh, done a lot of things with um, structured finance, specialized projects, um, huge volume transactions. I realized at a point that, look, um, this was going nowhere for me in terms of satisfaction. Uh, I found there was a bit miss- well, something was missing. So one of the things that I did was to set um, milestones for myself to say, look, for example, before a certain age, maybe four, before 40, um, you should start a business. Before 40, you should own your own house. Before 40, probably your kids should be in secondary school. Before 40, you know, just a long list of checks, which seemed to work for me at a point in time. And then I took the bold step to exit that um, space. Now, in exiting the space, I took out time to set up um, what we call a startup aquarium. So what a startup aquarium basically does is it identifies with startups small businesses, in fact, micro small businesses at the base of the pyramid who require as low as 5,000 Naira to 100,000 Naira to start a business. So what we did then was we would vet, we would train and fund the business. So I was in that space where I knew your business more than you running your own business. Kind of like a, a dragon's den. 
scenario a bit, I guess, on a on a lower scale, on a lower scale. Yeah. So it was more focused at the runt, the base of yeah. the pyramid. Yeah. So that was the strength. So I realized that we're doing that for a while. Uh, we've got a couple of people who were doing things related to food, um, clothes, which is fashion, um, shoes, uh, you know, um, wardrobes. And then all of a sudden, um, you had somebody who had ticked me off and got me thinking. One of my participants had to ask me in class, look, you're always sounding so smooth, easygoing, you make it sound so easy, but what are you really doing to show that what you say is what it is? That means I needed to move away from talking the talk to walking the, the talk. Yeah. So yeah. that's how... Yeah, walking the talk, absolutely. Yeah. I, I became hungry mm -hmm. for that thing, that what can I do differently? Mm -hmm. So you have, a, you have a business partner? My wife. I'm oh, you, so it's yourself yeah. and your wife? Yeah. Oh, amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. So uh, I, wanna, I wanna just go back slightly. Um, mm -hmm. There was something that you said um, you, uh, when you were still in the investment, uh, working within the investment space, and you said that there was something missing. You, that yeah. goes, you said something along those lines. And so my, my, question, my question is, I find that there was something missing. And I work with a lot of people uh, that all have say that there is something missing. But what is it that actually or what is it that actually pushed you or drove you to the need to think beyond there's something missing to I need to move on? Good. So um, what's that missing thing or the missing link? It's about peace of mind, mm. your own time, and then being able to do your own thing while you're answerable to your own self. So imagine you have to wake up every day, early hours of the morning, rush, 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 just to be somewhere, meetings, 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 appointments, appointments, customers, you know. So it just seemed like a very routinized lifestyle. Health wasn't the best because um, you close late. Lagos wasn't as exciting as it should be, mm. which we still experience yeah. now because of the traffic. And then all of this is just accumulated into one big ball, like you were just carrying that load on your head. So there was a time I was driving to work and um, I realized that, look, I had a checklist. And in that same frame of mind, that tired frame of mind, there was just knocking off everything and I say, look, everything is all complete. What am I doing? You know, where am I going? Mm -hmm. I took a detour at a point along the road and went back home. Everybody's wondering why, what happened? I said, nothing, I'm not going to work. Wow. And that was a bold step. Wow. Went in, had the necessary discussions with family and my employers, came to fair agreement so I could exit over a certain period. Mm -hmm. And that was how I pulled up. Wow. More or less into uncertainties. But certain uncertainties. Yes. Now What was what was the certain and what was the uncertain? The certain element <laughs> had to be that look, I thought I'd put everything in place. 
before stepping out. Now, the uncertainty was, what was it going to be? You're not sure what it's going to be like when you get out there. Just go. Um, strategically, again, uh, my business partner, who is an amazing fellow, had um, put up an office space. We had, you know, so we're looking at more financial um, services. Yeah, this was the, the investment business that you yeah, were in so at the time. We're looking to just more or less just continue that in that same line, yeah. offer a little services at that space. So we're looking at how the social services, training in the entrepreneurship or financial management space. Of course, we still do that to date, but I mean, it might not be the core mm -hmm. because somehow what we do currently has cannibalized all the things that we've been doing. Yeah. So what, when you survive more on one end, you tend to lose attention on the other, yeah. but you must have a balance yeah. so you don't lose focus yeah. of your core competences. That's a lesson. Yeah. That's a lesson. So um, when I made that decision, it was a hard pill to swallow from mm -hmm. everybody. Because, I mean, the bigger picture is that, so what happens to the quality of life we were living? Are you telling me we're going to drop so many things? Like, well, it's about the sacrifices we all have to make to keep moving. And I think that's just basically it. And, you know, identify with your weaknesses and your strengths. Yes. And then you know, where have I gone wrong? I mean, there, there are points in time where I would actually wake up. I didn't miss the office. But... It was what next was always a big question. What next? Mm. It took some time, mm. but we had to just keep taking one day at a time. Engagement, discussions, referrals. Who do you know? You know, so a couple of people who you had to reach out to. You taking that bold step, mm. so you're available to offer X Y Z services where you can complement what they do in terms of training or financial element of what they do, restructuring and all of that. So I got a couple of gigs, as I will say, where I had to be uh, coming as guest speakers or a special person to listen into a company's strategic approach to how they do stuff. Yeah retreats or strategy sessions they had. I was also involved in a couple of them for some companies, you know. Yeah. So the value addition was there. Those who identified and uh, you for the seriousness in whom you are yeah. and what you have to offer okay. were those I was more or less reaching out to at one point in time or the other to get going and to survive. Of course, there were other little things we do in terms of middleman, commission, earning, transactions which is your core as an investment banker yeah so here's one element here so mm -hmm. you're like an intermediary between the buyer and the seller yeah. or the giver and the taker so you earn a little commission or survive that but it, it was never really like the bank mm -hmm. where it was an abundance so again one of the advantages the, the 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 experience one had while working in the in the paid employment was that the fact that a lot of things came to your table in um, where you look at business opportunities you've been able to dissect different businesses by doing various credit appraisals so you know where certain business directions can or should go what you shouldn't do or where you shouldn't put your money mm -hmm. so it was a bit more about you know treading the the soft spots gently as against just running into uncertainty mm -hmm.
still on this thing about career transition, um, given where you've gotten to with Pancake Hub, you and your business partner so far. So, so what's been the most scary thing in the transition journey and what's really delighted you? Oh, scary elements, so many things. Um, <laughs> I see scary coming from the business environment generally. So we, we live in, in a state where I always say this, I may be wrong, that um, Lagos as a state is designed to kill you and your business. <laughs> That's quite it, a statement. It doesn't encourage anything. Yeah, that's quite a So, <laughs> beyond what I've just said now, some <laughs> things are outside the state's control. So, it's a, it's a Nigerian thing. EG, or example, electricity. When there's no light, you know what that means in terms of what you do. Um, bills, basically, tax elements. So, as small as our business is, we're dealing with close to six, seven, eight levies and taxes monthly. That's a whole lot. Yeah. So we look at um, the, the, the strategy we use to run our business. It's basic 3A principles of marketing, which is affordability, accessibility, and then acceptability to all. Mm -hmm. So that our market is able to cut across everybody. So you don't come and think, oh, you're expensive because you hear pancakes, but you will find what fits your pocket, your spending power. So. And you look at a hundred naira here, two hundred naira there, three hundred naira there, and by the time you consider the other the elements that has to go out to the third parties, you don't have control over. Those are my fears. Yeah. And then some of the input elements we use, yes. some of them are imported. And when this issue of border closure, for example, came in, it's. It's, it had its own effect in one way or the other. But one of the things we also ensure to do is that everything we do use or make use of is sourced locally so that we don't have that constraint of foreign exchange, inflation, you know. So it's it's been an amazing journey. Now, what's exciting is that yeah. um, I look forward to meeting new people every day in what we do. So before we started, we are talking about um, not depending on your friends and family to survive and we shouldn't get angry with them because if they buy from you today you don't expect them to come tomorrow and the next and the next and the next so focus on your customers those who are out there whereby you need to work on new set of customers mm -hmm. every day repeat customers will come in but again you're not the only outlet they're going to come patronize so once in every four, five, six months, you see a familiar face who's been there before. But at every other day, you need to ensure you're working on meeting new people who are coming. And that's for me, has been an exciting thing because I thought I had loads of friends while working for over 18 years in yeah. the employment. All of a sudden, you realize you've built another database of over close to 7,000 new contacts, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. And then you're known now for something entirely different from what they know you mm -hmm. for. And that has just kept me going. Yeah. And one of the things that excites me every other day, which I, I mean, this sounds a bit silly, no matter how tired I am, no matter how stressed up I may feel, the minute 
a call comes in from a customer or you open your phone and you see you have demands, inquiries and orders already, that is one of the strongest motivations that just gets me going Good. each day. Yeah, I love where is Pancake Hub today and where is it going? So today for Pancake Hub, um, God has been kind to us. You know, this, this is Nigeria. We never rule out God in anything we do. So no matter what effort you put in, it's not your might, it's not your strength, but you pray every day for the best of everything. Mm. Work hard towards ensuring that you get the best of everything in and uh, make sure that you keep massaging the egos of your customers so they're happy with you. You can't satisfy everybody. That one you need to know. Uh, they are constrained, they are restrictions, but you have to live with them, walk around them. And um, so where we are today is that we're doing amazingly well. We're thankful for where we are. Certain things have changed the dynamics of the business and has somehow we've managed to sustain it till today. So it's a positive, you know. In terms of where we're going, uh, we have our own milestone also for the business. It's a five-year master plan. And um, I worked on this some years ago, and I keep triggering it each year. So in five years of the business existence, the next one year and a half or so, that's where we're looking at, uh, I foresee uh, an investor you know, who understands that food is a specialized project. It's not where you just put money in today, and then in less than six months or a year, you're spinning up the millions. Mm. So, I mean... For food, it's or, or restaurant as a business. It's all about the environment, the ambiance. What will bring in that? What is the memorable experience they're going to take away? Mm. So when I made a statement earlier to you about people make pancake, but we sell the experience of pancakes. That's what makes us stand out from the others. Mm. So from our little space, we can churn out over twenty different types of pancake variants. I mean, I don't see any other person putting their time, resources in that, knowing that why can't you just go there and get it? Why would I want to buy all of this and put in house yeah. and waste your money? Because if you don't finish it, what happens? So we, we found um, a bigger picture where we know we're the large, one of the largest consumers of flowers for pancakes in Nigeria today because our numbers have grown. Uh, as a small business, again, our egg consumption too has grown. Um, that's a, there's, there's a lot of potential because, trust me, we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. We haven't scratched yeah. the surface because, like I said, new people must be identified with every day or reached out to one way or the other from the social media space, referrals, office space requests. So once they have realized that somebody is doing something a bit different and unique from the ordinary, then you stick. Now, you do your own bit of marketing and all of that. You're in their face in a nice way. Mm. They'll remember you. Today, it's been uh, really great listening to you uh, talk about your career transformation story into entrepreneurship. I guess my last question will be, uh, on reflection, speaking to your younger self about to venture in on this journey, what words of advice would you give? 
Ah, that's a tough one. So let me go back in retrospect to step, step back, have a bigger view and say, look, my younger self, I have never ever slacked in terms of being aggressive. So what will I do differently? Maybe one or two things. I would say that I've been more aggressive, but this time around I'll be more conscious in terms of um, venture. When I say venture, I'm referring to where you put your little resources, um, lifestyle basically. So you, you don't want to go put up money in things that you don't really need or it's not going to add up any value, value to yeah. yourself. Really good point. Do you understand? Point. So yeah, good that point. is all about more of a discipline, financial discipline. Mm. And then you're looking at where you're not so impulsive in terms of something catches your fancy or your attention. So I'm, I want to match that in, in, in the voice of delayed gratification yeah. versus instant gratification yeah. because you know you can afford it. Mm. The question would have been, do you really need it? For you to have put it into that. So if I speak to my younger self, certain things I would have said, look, you didn't need to have done that. So when I reflect, I smile, but it's done. Absolutely. You, you can't change it. Absolutely. The best thing you do is for you, those who are behind you, you get to teach you can someone only get else, to mentor right? them, to Absolutely. tell them, look, don't do this. Yeah. You can go that direction. Yeah. Don't make the mistake that I made yeah. or we, some people made. Yes. Because the greatest, um, the strangest thing mm. is that a lot of people don't even talk about their setbacks or mistakes. Yeah. All we hear about a lot or most times is about the positives, the bright sides, yeah. the amazing things that happen, right? The pain is there. It's real. No one talks about it. Mm. No one wants to know what you're going through. Mm. They don't care. Yeah. All they want to say is that you're the nice guy. You're the just be happy. Yeah. Do you think that the reason why people don't talk about that enough is because they they the, the negative associations that they have with that seeing that as failure and failure being something that's bad as opposed to failure being an opportunity to learn. I don't know what marks it is. It's a, it's a two-sided approach. Um, you know, now we're in the virtual space mm -hmm. more, which is social media. Uh, I'm a quite active also on Twitter, for example, and I see situations where people share certain stories, mm -hmm. uh, probably because they're hiding behind the veil of their phone right? The, the fingers speak for them when they type. So the kind of comments that I read, because I'm one who loves to read people's mind. When people tweet certain things or put out certain thing, all I after is the comments that follow it. So that gives you an idea mm. of how people, the average mind thinks. Now, in the virtual space, probably because they're hiding again behind the veil, they say it's the way they think you want to hear it. Now, get the opportunity to interact with somebody physically like we're doing now, one-on-one, -on -one, and then you hear the, the truth, which is difficult to put out. I remember recently I put out a very brief um, story about myself. That's, I summarized my entire life from grace to grass to grace. Mm. I got in an amazing resonation from people who could relate with yeah. that story. Yeah. The mentorship request 
that I got just from that alone showed that people need to talk more yeah. about their failures yes. than about their success. Yeah, people, so, people, they want people to be real. Yeah, people yeah. need to be real. To be authentic. Authentic, yeah, correct. Because yeah. a lot of things that are just done out there for people's sake. Yes. And nobody beyond the, oh, oh sorry, oh, that's where it ends. No solution, no, how did you do it? What did you do wrong? Yeah. So, so many questions that hit me from that little thing that I put out mm -hmm. has kind of made me start seeing things differently about how people see mm -hmm. what success really is yeah. all about. Yeah. Right? What is success anyway? I mean, I, I, even, I even even the even, definition of that. Yeah, I can't even define it's, it. It's it's your own reality. Yeah, it's you your reality. Define, yeah, you, you define, define your own success, success yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. So you, amazing. You, the next dog guy or next neighbor might be in one large mansion, yeah. big car. Hey, successful, right? You could be in your own little flat. Yeah. You meet your needs and everything. Absolutely. You're successful. Yeah, absolutely. So it's relative, and um, yeah. I, I don't push my luck more than necessary. Yeah. I take each day as it comes, and um, I try to help as much as I can. But there's a limit to where you can possibly stretch yourself yeah. to, so that um, you know one of the greatest things that causes a disappointment is what expectation. So when you don't meet up, people are unhappy. So I don't make promises I don't fulfill or I can't fulfill, because a promise is a debt that must be paid. So any day you don't go right in that direction, you're in trouble. Not just with the world, but with yourself. Yeah. So. Thank you.